All right, speaking of controversial opinions, here's my most controversial opinion. It's actually, let me explain this. My most controversial opinion, I started thinking about this because there was a debate on the Whatever podcast. The Whatever podcast is a pretty popular platform right now where some pseudo-traditional men, I call them traditional men, but they're really not. They're like the masky bros, like almost like the Andrew Tate types. They usually bring women who were more promiscuous women, sometimes only fans types women, onto their show and debate. They've also had some conservative women on their show, like Lila Rose and Kristen Hawkins, both of whom were invited on the same episode to debate one of the leftist guys on the show on abortion. And they were discussing whether women should be criminalized or face criminal penalties if they abort their child. And this is how that debate went. Take a look at this. We have Alvin Sam here. If abortion is murder, should the woman be charged with that? And go to jail credit to Rolla for this. Uh, Lila or Kristen, do you have a response to Alvin's chat here? I believe that those who commit murder, so the abortionists, those who would be assisting in the abortion mm -hmm. could be tried with a crime. And actually we've written laws at Students for Life Action that do make uh, committing abortion a, a criminal offense. We do not believe uh, that a woman should go to jail from abortion um, because sadly for 50 years in our country, we have told women that it's not murder and it's not killing. It's simply a removal of meaningless blobs of tissue that don't have any consciousness yet, um, which we know is false. And so we actually see her very much as a second victim of the abortion industry that tells her that she she can't that she isn't capable enough as you know the argument that destiny was making earlier that women somehow aren't capable enough of walking around this earth uh pregnant without you know being locked up or whatever for, to her potential miscarriage mm -hmm. uh, we believe that she absolutely has the capacity to achieve her career goals and her educational goals um but and sadly planned parenthood the nation's largest abortion vendor and the abortion lobby uh, has told her something different for the past 50 years that, hold on, real quick. That's the worst answer ever. If uh -huh. you believe that abortion Thank is murder, then a woman should be held morally responsible for a conspiracy to commit murder if she goes to an abortion clinic. Full stop. End of discussion. If you think abortion is murder, mm. a woman going to get an mm. abortion would be the same as a woman going to get her one-year-old child killed. If abortion is murder, it's murder for everybody involved, including the woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. And I'm, I'm more of that position, which is that if it, there's obviously, when it comes to homicide, there's a lot of... Um, potentially mitigating factors, full intent, full knowledge, right. coercion. Right. But I think, yes, if you're willfully and intentionally taking the life of your child, there should be criminal penalties. So this is a provocative discussion, right? Because for the last probably 50 years since Roe v. Wade, the pro-life movement has taken the stance that Kristen Hawkins articulated that we don't want to criminalize women for aborting their child. But this liberal on this show, I mean, he does make a point, right? If abortion is murder, why shouldn't the woman who is, who is contracting this murder be responsible for this murder. So this is my response to it. This is, I want to read you a Twitter thread. Um, this is a Twitter thread from a man named Ben Zeisloft. And this is what he said. The early church fathers were crystal clear on the evil of abortion and abortifacient birth control, as well as the parties responsible for murder in an abortion. Here's what they said. This is St. Basil. She who has deliberately destroyed a fetus must bear the penalty for murder. Moreover, those who aid her, who give abortifacients for the destruction of a child conceived in the womb, are murderers themselves, along with those receiving the poisons. St. Anathagoras said, We say that women who induce abortions are murderers and will have to give account of it to God. The fetus in the womb is a living being and therefore the object of God's care. St. Clement says, Those who use abortifacient medicines to hide their fornication cause not only the outright murder of the fetus, but of the whole human race as well. St. Ambrose says, they deny in their very womb their own progeny. 
By use of parasitical mixtures, they snuff out the fruit of their wombs. In this way, life is taken before it is given. Who except man himself has taught us ways of repudiating our own children? St. Jerome says, they who drink potions to ensure sterility are guilty of rebuffing God's blessings. Some practice abortion by use of still other potions. They are then guilty of three crimes, self-mutilation, adultery, and the murder of an unborn child. And then St. Augustine says, they provoke women to such extravagant methods as to use poisonous drugs to secure barrenness, or else, if unsuccessful in this, to murder the unborn child. That's pretty clear how history, and especially those who have protected the definition of morality from the time when Jesus walked on this earth, from the time of the Bible, viewed a woman who aborts her child. This is one of my most, and I, I, I know I was pithy the other day when I said that my most controversial opinion was about bicycles, but this might be my most controversial opinion. I don't disagree with destiny. My personal opinion on the matter is yes, women are victims. Kristen Hawkins is correct. Women are victimized by abortion. They're victimized by the feminist narrative. That's what the entire episode uh, today was about. But does that discharge them from their duty to protect human life? Or not just their duty to protect human life, does that discharge them from the responsibility when they actively kill another human being? I would argue that that is a singular argument that we have only applied in our society to women aborting their babies in order not to alienate women who have aborted their babies from becoming pro-life. And I don't think we should do that. I don't think that we should somehow disguise what's happening. I don't think that we as a society should simply, and I, this, maybe this is something I've changed my mind on. I remember one time saying, well, the, the purpose of justice is to properly order society or to restore order to society. So is it going to increase the order of our society if we imprison women, for example, if we throw them in jail for aborting their child? And at the time I remember saying, no, I don't think that that's going to increase the order of our society. And now that I step back and realize, well, yes, it will, because it will prevent other women from doing it. And it holds them accountable for ending another human life. The same as a woman who has ended the life of her toddler or her 10-year-old or her teenager or her husband. A human life is a human life is a human life. It doesn't matter the stage of development. It doesn't matter the location. If you end the life of a human without any of the mitigating factors, maybe she, if she's coerced, maybe it's different, just like murder and manslaughter and all of those distinctions. But if she murders her child outright, knowing what it is, even if she fell for the feminist narrative, does that discharge her of the responsibility for killing another human being? I would argue no. I would argue that in the next in the next, not even the next 10 years, the next year or two or three or four years, this is going to be something that is going to define the pro-life movement because the left is going to try to come after us for this. And if we aren't properly ordered morally, they're going to win. It's only when we dilute our views that the left wins, not when we present them strongly and stand by our principles firmly, especially when we're defining morality the way that the early church fathers defined morality. We shouldn't be so presumptuous as to try to redefine morality when the church fathers have long ago defined it. That's my position and perhaps my most controversial, perhaps my most controversial opinion on the matter. Wouldn't it be interesting to hear Pearl Davis's response to that? Not just hers, any feminist anywhere. I know she's not a feminist, but any feminist anywhere. Thank you for watching.